bloke's trying to be that 1% better or that little bit better every day. This is a tricky one because, you know me, I'm a really indecisive guy. Not a, not a guy, but an indecisive guy yeah, when it comes to uh, making up my mind and I hedge my bets at every available opportunity. So I thought of a few different things, but um, probably the main one was um, don't let your work influence who you are outside of work. And I think that we're probably all guilty of it to some extent, but I found myself pretty guilty of it for the last few years. Yep. where what I was going through at work, what, what I was feeling at work, um, you'd bring it home, you yep. know. And, uh, and if you were down at work, if you were feeling shit about work, then you'd come home and you were probably not your, your best self when you're with your family. So that was probably the thing that really sort of jumped out for me and, and you know my situation at the moment. So the, the story, I suppose, goes that, that yeah, you know, I've been up there at the same cement works yep. working with Guy for... Uh, 18 years, this last stint, had a couple of years there prior to that and then started my apprenticeship there many, many moons ago. So 25 years in total up there and uh, I love the place, a lot of history, a lot of family history in the area and pretty proud of that. But um, yeah, some things had sort of changed and, and probably not changed for the better in some ways. Probably felt that things could have been different, could have been, could have been better for, for not, not just me but for, for all of us. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty down Yep. the last couple of years in particular probably and was lucky enough, I suppose, that the guys from um, Rural Alive and Well were up there at work. Yep. And shout out to one of the guys that sort of created the opportunity, I suppose you'd say, for a group of us just to sit down for an initial chat with, with um, the fellow up there, John. And, um, yeah, he asked a few good questions and they... You used the word resonate, and I've probably never really used that word, but it resonated for sure. And, uh, yeah, he, he, um, he and I had another couple of meetings after that and talked through some of the feelings that I was having, some of the some of the dramas that, you know, were sort of going on. And it probably allowed me, I suppose, to get a bit more of an understanding of, <coughs> of perhaps where I was at that time and, and where... Um, why I was there, and and to give me a few tips, I suppose to to perhaps help. Yeah. So he he sent me a uh, a link for a burnout assessment tool, and it had nothing to do with wasting the back tyres on your car, <laughs> not, not good burnout, <laughs> or, or front tyres if that's the that's what you drive. But um, yeah, and that that burnout assessment tool was was pretty interesting to sort of ask some of the questions about, you know, are you feeling like this? Are you doing this? And, you know. And uh, I ticked plenty of the boxes, pretty much. And, um, yeah, he was, he was good enough to actually give me a few tips. And, and they were pretty simple things, really. Uh, one of them was just a really, really straightforward one. Like, if you feel like you're not knocking off work, you're taking stuff home. Maybe when you get home, just take your work clothes off. It becomes a very symbolic sort of thing then that you finish work for the day, you're not your work self anymore, <laughs> you, your dad yep. or you're the, the husband or whoever it might be wearing a different set of clothes and, and you don't feel like you're still at work and you know, you're not smelling like you're at work and all that sort of stuff. So that was, a, that was probably one of the first things that I did and I wouldn't say I did it every night and I wouldn't say that it was 100% successful but I'll tell you what, it bloody helped. Yep. It really was quite good at just giving me the, the sense that, yeah, work was over. 
switch off, change gears, yep. different lane. And, um, yeah, and, and I think that was probably one of them that definitely probably helped me. Um, another one that, that I was having trouble with, and I, you and I probably talked about it, so when the, um, the thoughts start to creep in to your head that you're struggling a bit or that there's overwhelming sort of thoughts of, of you know, not getting stuff done that you wanted to get done, actually acknowledge the thought, say thank you to your brain. And yep. it, it, I mean, I'm not that sort of a person that doesn't really sort of gel with me, that sort of stuff. It's a bit too intangible. Yeah. But it sort of worked to sort of say, thanks, brain. Thanks for thinking of that. Yep, it's important, but um, we'll, we'll think about that a bit later on. Yeah. And even if you don't solve it, you, know, you don't write it down or anything, it was just the fact that you'd acknowledged the thought that it had occurred. Yep. So that was an interesting one that, uh, yeah, worked a bit as well. So, Quinny, you've, you've done a pretty good job of, of sort of answering our next question before we actually got to ask it, which was, you know, give us a bit of an example of, of how your 1% works for you and, and, and what you're how that looks in your daily life. Um, what can you tell us about your, you know, can you, can you elaborate on those life experiences that brought you to that that one percenter? I know you've, you've, sort of, you've sort of given us that Raw's, you know, John, John from Raw gave us a bit of a, gave you a few tools, but can you build on some of the, the background behind that? I suppose up to the, the last few years, people had, and again, to use your phrase, I think the people that looked at the cement works as like a bit of a you know retirement home. Yep, I'd always thought of myself as being one of those people that probably went back up there and and you know finished out my days merrily toiling away and and working for the man. Um, so yeah, it was it was a bit of a bit of a change, obviously, to think that I don't want to do that and that perhaps I I'm not comfortable doing that anymore. Um, that this place isn't good for me. It's not good for my family, and that things need to to change so as much as the tools were useful it, it really didn't sort of get any better from there on and I took some long service leave first time I'd taken any real serious amount of time off work other than for having kids and you know that sort of stuff you know you might take three or four weeks off when you when your kids are born but which isn't a holiday it's which not, is not a not holiday a to be fair to everyone involved that's not a holiday mm. you know and, and God love kids and the family and all that sort of stuff but it's not a holiday so to then um, take yeah five weeks off over summer mm. with a few things that have been ticking in the mind and you know, the back of my mind that this isn't really where, where I want to be and not where I want to be in five years' time or two years' time. Um, yeah, the we've come around for a barbecue. Yep. A few beers. Yeah, a and, uh, yeah one, we had a few. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, that's it, I'm going, which was a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a light bulb. Yeah. That was that was big news. Yeah, but you've obviously spent like a lot of time thinking about that and and got quite comfortable. It's good. To, it's good to see you. Like I know, knowing your history, you've you've had those those little flashes in the past where you're like, oh, maybe I'll do my own thing, mm. and sort of net you've, you've you've sort of now taken that leap to do that, which has been pretty cool to see. And yeah. that's probably it's probably the next part. So where where are you going now? Um. Yeah, where are you going now and how, how are you going to, knowing what you know of where you've come from, how are you going to continue to implement your your own advice, your, your one percenter into your next direction of, of life, I guess? Yeah, so the, the new plan is for a consulting type business, yep. doing the, hopefully the things that I enjoy doing and the things that I think I'm good at, um, which, you know, all sounds great, 
not to say it's going to work, but as Guy said, I've been thinking about it for 25 years, more probably, that I've got the personality, hopefully, the skills to be able to do that sort of thing. So, yeah, now's the time to, to do it. I turned 50 last year. If I don't do it now, when am I going to yeah. do it, you know? If I leave it too much longer, um, you know, I'll be too old, too tired, even more grumpy, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I suppose more importantly, if it didn't work out, you know, to try and get back into the workforce at age 55 or 60, you know, it'd be really, really tough potentially. So, yeah, give it a go. Um, yeah, working from home um, is probably something that, that I've been doing, obviously, since I sort of, you know, officially ran out of leave. Yeah. And, uh, and that's been good for the family. Know, that I can take the kids to school, um, I can pick them up. You know, we, if we want to go down the street, you know, to do get groceries or whatever, you know, you can do that sort of stuff. So that's really been good. Um, yeah, the flexibility in the hours is also good. The the big unknown really is about trying to, you know, make it a, a profitable thing, you know, in the longer term. So that's the that's the next challenge to make sure that there's there's business coming in, there's work coming in, and, and you know, we can sustain the the family. Yeah. And back to your now working from home, so that's obviously a big challenge for a lot of people for the last uh, couple of years now is that they have had to do more work from home. Uh, your sort of big gripe was you couldn't leave work and then go home and still carry it, but now you're working from <laughs> home in your own home. That's it's going to make it harder for you and how how are you doing that to make it better so that you're not working from home? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. Just jokingly the other day, I know the layout of the house, but the front door um, is about five metres away from, from another door that leads into where I've got my office set up. So I walked out the front door and I called out of the office and I said, oh, I'm going to work now. <laughs> I took like five steps along the front of the house, walked back in the other door to where the office is. Uh, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know how it's going to work. Um, I think there's going to need to be a bit of, bit of um, structure and yeah. a bit of, um, bit of discipline around, you know, this is the plan each day, this is what you do. Um, and yeah, the the temptation's there to just go back and do a bit more of a night time. And I think that for a lot of small business owners, that's pretty much par for the course. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think I'm going to be in the minority doing that. Yep. Um, and then I suppose I've got the benefit of saying, well, yeah, I can do that during the week, and I can have Friday off, or I can. Yeah, I don't play golf, but I go and play golf, or whatever it might be. You know, <laughs> and awareness. <laughs> I might take up golf. Yeah. Awareness is a big thing. You know that it's there, so it's something you've got at the front of your mind and you, you'll yes. know when it starts to happen and yeah, implement hopefully, some strategies. Hopefully so. Hopefully it doesn't get in the situation where, yeah, the wife's like, oh, he's still there, you know. Yeah, just exactly like they were before you before you left CA, but you're still in the house. Yeah, I'm still in the house. Like, you're still in the bloody office, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a challenge. I'm not, not underestimating it. It's going to be going to be a tricky one. Have you started? To you. Have you started doing any sort of like research on what people do to manage that? Has, no. it, has it sort of hasn't tweaked yet, or no, it hasn't hasn't tweaked me to research it as yet. Mm. You point out such obvious things, guy. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> what about, what about why, didn't you, why didn't you talk to me about this about three months ago? Yeah, yeah. sorry, dude. What about your work uniform now? Do you have one <laughs> so you can take it off? Yeah, when you leave uh, I think I'm wearing it actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You said you said you were gonna like we've been very big on like high vis and it's a definite yeah, work yeah. uniform. You, yes. you had some pretty cool ideas on what you wanted to wanted well, to get. The the trademark stuff yep. is uh, is obviously something that uh, has been mentioned and yeah, some of the guys that we've seen at work have turned up with it and, and it, it works. It starts the conversation. Yep. So uh, yeah, we've been looking at that. 
thinking that that would be cool. The only negative about that for me at the moment is they don't do like a, a, a sparky arc-rated um, clothing. So I might be um, confined to standard high-vis sparky wear if I'm actually on the tools type sort of stuff. But, yeah, for day-to-day, they've got some nice, you know, casual T-shirts yeah. and, and then, yeah, normal high-vis stuff. So, yeah, I'm looking at that for sure. Yeah. And I think that it it's goes in, ties ties in a bit with the, the name of the business and the and part of the philosophy, I suppose, between the, you know, Q2 is the, the name of the business, um, it's Quinny 2.0, you know. I've, I've done my work for the man for you know, all those years, so now the, it's the second stage, second coming of. Yeah. What are some of the, I know, um, sorry to jump in there, but uh, running sort of multiple sort of pseudo business type things myself. Side like hustles. Side hustle type things. Like what, what's been some of the biggest, um, I guess, challenges maybe um, that you've seen or, or you've had going from being that person that has worked for the man for however many years to now deciding, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go out on my own. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this thing myself. Like, wh- what has been some of the, what's probably some of the best advice that you would give to others that maybe you wished you received yourself? I think the thing that I've probably underestimated the most so far has been insurance. That's probably to be really boring and not very you know, mental healthy, but it's it's um yeah, been insurances that they want to know everything um, about your business and how experienced you are and all those sorts of things feel you to be able to even get on the radar for them and then they still might say, sorry, we don't want to insure your business. So, yeah, that's been the, the biggest and slowest thing so far. I've been talking to insurances, different brokers for, for a month now and yep. still haven't got that resolved. So that's probably been one thing and, and I think that in hindsight they're the sorts of things that if if I had have made the decision differently, I definitely probably would have started the ball rolling earlier um, rather than sort of leaving it until after I'd... <laughs> Handed my notice in and had you know half of my long service leave. Yep. So yeah, how did you find taking like looking at taking that step? How did you find how easy it was to find the information that you needed, like what you needed to have? Like me looking from the outside at looking out, where do you look? Where do you find a checklist to say I need this and this and this and this and this? Yeah, I, I was probably pretty naive and just thought screw it, yep. jumped in both feet pretty much. Um, Talked to a, a family friend who's an accountant and uh, they were really, really good, really helpful in the fact that, oh, you should do this and you should set up a trust and, you know, things like that. So they've been really good and, and telling us, you know, you need to go to the bank and ask for this and you need to, you know, wait for this ABN to be registered and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, they've been really good in that regard. Um, but as far as a checklist, I don't think that I've actually seen anything or found anything. Yeah, any sort of guidance, really. No, nothing really. I'm sure there is. Um, I know there's Business Enterprise Centres Tasmania do offer sort of that service for free for small business owners to start. Yep. Uh, I can probably after the pod, I can give you some <laughs> cool on that if yeah, you yeah. like. Um, but that that's sort of one, yeah, one avenue. I know that they've been really helpful for me with Man Up Taz, um, starting that as a non-profit, like and trying to come from an industry of community development and sales. Like I have very little to no experience in starting a business. So they've been really helpful. Yeah, so I think for me, like, just being able to plough through that without that support is is really um, admirable and, yeah. It's, it's stupid. 
Um, so yeah, I suppose that's the, the bit of the backstory. So I suppose the things that I would probably tell to a you know 21, 22 year old Quinny who was working on a mine in Western Australia probably save some money, dickhead. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had it's a, a great time. Thing, isn't it? <laughs> had a great time. More money. <laughs> yeah, had a great time over there, and I actually came back from Western Australia with less money than what I left to go to Western Australia with. You know. <laughs> Fast cars and nice food and scuba diving and you know, jet setting here and there and you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that was probably uh, probably one thing that I would probably do differently, that you know, try and try and put some money aside. Plan for the future. Plan for the future a bit, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably probably my biggest bit of advice, I suppose. Yep. Yeah, and maybe for Quinny tw- 10 years ago? I don't know. I, I think the other big thing throughout my life, the other big constant has been music. So music... Is the the thing that I suppose keeps you going or keeps me going. Uh, you perform. You can't think of too much else yep. while you while you're doing your thing. You know, whether you're just watching the people dancing around, having a good time. You know, that that energy's flowing, and you're sort of enjoying what you're doing, and they're enjoying what you're doing, and and you, know, you think, what a wicked hobby. You know, yeah. what a what an awesome interest that you can have that you can actually go out and bring a room full of people. You know, a bunch of enjoyment. Uh, and have fun yourself. Um, so that's probably the other the other really big thing, I suppose, through through my life. That yeah, to have interests and hobbies and stuff like that 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 keep you sane. And yep. we probably had a few hobbies over the years, Murph, that nearly drove us insane. Yeah, you know, yeah. Late nights, early mornings. Yep. Wrenching on various different things. And uh, yeah, so I think those things are, are definitely important as well for for that you know ten year old or ten years younger Quinny. To yeah, make sure you keep those those hobbies, keep those interests. You know, give yourself time to get out and and enjoy your own time and your own your own company. Yeah, you know, I think it's important because yeah, we can go from you know sitting in an office or doing whatever you're doing all day, and and if you're busy talking, you know, which we do a lot of talking because when it's all said and done, there's a lot more said than done. You can talk all bloody day, and you've actually achieved nothing. And you get home and you just don't want to talk. Yeah, and then yeah. you're the biggest prick. And then you're like, oh, what's on your mind? You know, is there something wrong? It's like, no, <laughs> I've just used all my words for today. Yeah, you know, I've used my, I've spent my quota. So yeah, I think that um, you're having that that quiet time to go to the shed, go to band practice, whatever it might be. I think that's that's really important. Yeah, yeah. and that speaks to one of the things that Sam said a couple of weeks ago around. You know, he's got his motorcycle. When you're mm, doing that, yeah. you just that is just what you're doing. You're not you yeah. haven't got anything else playing on your mind. You're just there in the moment doing yeah. your thing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think it's a really good message. And it look it's probably a really good point to to wrap it up, I think. Um uh so much wealth has come out of um, this episode. Thanks, mate. Um Thank you. But yeah, no, it's been really good. Um I just wanted to uh, reiterate to everyone, um, yeah, everyone else uh, that might be listening to the pod or watching it on on YouTube. Um, yeah, if anything triggering has come up out of this, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. Um, other than that, please like and subscribe um, and we hope to uh, have you around. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.